With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. You guys, have you heard about Squarespace? You must have, because I talk about it all the time. Their website has helped me with my businesses, but it will also help you grow your business. And it really does take the guesswork out of building a website. They have so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of our favorite product features is the Fluid Engine. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with a best-in-class website template and then customize every design detail with reimagined drag-and-drop technology for desktop or mobile. Stretch your imagination online with Fluid Engine, built in and ready to go on any new Squarespace site. Go to squarespace.com slash drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This summer, own your style with Macy's, whether packing for a destination vacation or planning a backyard staycation, Macy's has all that you need. Shop brands like Levi's, Dolce Vita, Lacoste, and more. Macy's has all of your summer must-haves. Summer dresses, matched sets, volume sleeve tops, espadrilles, mm. wedges, straw-crafted bags, bathing suits, and so much more. Oh my gosh, the free-for-all. Shop at Macy's.com slash own your style. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. We heard you. We are so excited to share some exciting news for you. Go ahead. We got so many DMs. We had (laughs) so many sweet DMs from people saying they weren't going to be able to make it to Drama Queens Live. What could we do? Come to UK. Come to Kansas. Come to Australia. Come to Canada. Come to Brazil. Please come to LA. Well, we are. We are coming to your homes wherever you are because our live stream of the New York show is available to you on October 20th at 5 p.m. Tickets are on sale right now, y'all. 
at dramaqueensoth.com. You can get tickets to the live stream. Our amazing team at iHeart has made this globally available because we want you guys to be there with us, whether your butts are in those theater seats or in your most comfortable seats You're at home. You're our family. We want you with us. And you guys are going to have the best of both shows mm. uh, because we have different guests at each one of our New York City shows. So you are going to get Barbara Allen Woods, Daphne Zuniga, Tyler Hilton, all for what? $23? Hey, hey. Let's hey. do it. It's our lucky number. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Visit dramaqueensoth.com to get your tickets to the live stream today. First of all, you don't know me. <laughs> We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion but you're tough girl, you could sit with us girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. Are you ready? None of us want to start. <laughs> okay. Okay. I love this episode. This was one of those episodes where there were a lot of like meaningful sit down. I want to tell you something moments. Yeah. And so y'all at home, just sit down. We're going to tell you some stuff. That's what's going to happen today. <laughs> this is season three, episode 19. I slept with someone in Fall Out Boy and all I got was this stupid song written about me, which aired April 12th, 2006. Sophia, tell them what they've won. What was the synopsis? Well, friends, in this episode, Lucas is having a hard time getting back on the court for the Ravens as they forfeit a game, but he finally tells Whitey and Karen about his heart condition. Mm. Uncle Cooper is in town and dating a new 26-year-old model, supposedly, Ooh. from Tree Hill. <laughs> Deb also returns and offers to help Karen get back on her feet. We all burst into tears at that part. Mm-hmm. And Nathan and Haley take a test to see if they are a compatible couple. Peyton makes a decision about who she wants to be with. Oh, my God. <sighs> so much Chock drama. full of spicy nuts. <laughs> I don't know. Spicy nuts. Spicy. This was, you know, Moira Moira did a great job. This was her Mm -hmm. directorial debut, I believe. Mm -hmm. On our show, yeah, I think so. I think just all together. I think this was the first time she ever directed anything. Wow. Um, I I don't really know where to start. I mean, well, our episode begins with, with Lucas quoting George Eliot. Who we were like, I hope people at home know that George Eliot is a woman. It's a woman. Yeah. A, girl named a girl named George. Very A girl named George. It's very <laughs> apropos for us. I loved, I loved that quote. You know, last week we talked about our experiences with grief. Mm-hmm. And it's not lost on me that that quote talks about the first time you grieve and how hard it can be because you have not yet experienced suffering and then the healing um to have despaired and recovered hope mm-hmm. so you yeah. don't know that there's hope on the other side of loss and to think back on you know not just how young these characters are but but what it was like when you experienced your first grief it it's a really profound observation and it it felt so fitting in that scene between Lucas and Nathan you know, when they, they debut the Keith Scott patches and the black jerseys and and everybody's just trying to figure out how to process and, and carry yeah. this experience. I thought it was gorgeous. This feels like it should have been the last episode. 
Yeah. Well, Joy, that was my initial impulse, too. Just like, wait a second. I thought we had fun last week. And then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, yeah, grief is like the up and down and up and down and up and down. Grief is instability, you know? And so Mm -hmm. it's not linear. You're going to bounce back and forth between like, I'm okay. I'm not okay. And to see Lucas do that you know, we saw him with his crowd last episode, and this episode mm-hmm. begins with him very much by himself. Um, and Moira, you know, used the staging of these scenes to show him isolating. And I've done that. I think we've all done that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you just don't, it's so hard to figure out where to put it in grief. Like, where do you, where do you put it? What shelf? You put it on, and you have to keep taking it down to re-examine it and put it back on the same shelf, maybe a different shelf. It's like emotionally, Mm -hmm. we're just kind of, it's just so hard to figure out where it goes, how it fits in your new day-to-day life. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think we see some of that in this episode. Mm -hmm. I love that his reaction was, I respect this game. I respect all of you. Tell me why it matters right now. Like, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I went through a point last year where everybody was dropping dead around me, and I nothing mattered. Like, mm-hmm. and I would have to fake it. I would have to be like, "No, this job is important, or this thing that I have to do is important, or going to this meeting yeah. is important." And it was all pretend because yeah. your brain is just like, "What the fuck are we doing?" Yeah. Um, so I think it's important when we do heavy subject matter on our show and we're modeling. We're modeling grief for the audience at home that's also trying to figure out how to do it. That's an important question. Like, why do these things matter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And when you're in it, it is very hard to feel anything outside of it. You know, I I remember having that feeling when I was in college. My mom got sick. Yeah. And suddenly it was time to take midterms. And I was taking theater classes and creative writing. And I was like, are you all kidding? Mm -hmm. What is this? Mm -hmm. You want me to come to class and take a test? Like everything felt so impossible to care about because one of the people I care about the most was in a period of an uncertain future. Mm -hmm. And when you're, it it kind of, I remember feeling like I'd, I'd been picked up and like dropped out of my reality and into a different one. You know, when you watch a nature show and like a giant bird picks up a fish and then drops it. You <laughs> you're know? such, like that's, you're our outdoors woman, Sophia. <laughs> I love that well, that's me? where you went. When I was fly fishing in Montana, I saw. Yeah, I was like, I felt like a fish that had been grabbed by an eagle and I was no longer in a river. And way, I was dying in the rocks. Perfect but description. Like, right? Yeah. Like, suddenly you're like, where? I don't know how to even get back to where I was. Like, mm-hmm. where was yeah. I? Where am I now? And and it it does matter so much when you can't feel it. Mm-hmm. To have somebody look at you and say, let me tell you what is true. Because you will come back to this, even if you can't be here now. And Whitey does that for Lucas. He serves as that tether to, I don't want to say the real world, but to the the connected world. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was really beautiful, you know, to, to zoom out a little bit. Our show 
was amazing in a lot of ways, but we certainly failed um, in terms of accurately representing the diversity or experience of a place like North Carolina. Oh, dude, yeah. And it was gorgeous to have Whitey tell a story that felt so true. You know, Barry at his age, having lived through the civil rights movement and, you know, all of all of these big historical things that we often on the show would just ignore. Yeah. Our, our historical truths to have him tell a story that is so representative of the fact that it is often sports, art, music that breaks barriers, mm. that welcomes people in first, mm-hmm. however imperfectly. You know, those are often the the arenas where people have been welcomed first. And it, I was just really, I was really happy to see that we did that. It, it was a conversation that did kind of feel out of the blue. But when mm-hmm. we consider what was going on in North Carolina at the time we were filming this, mm-hmm. um, there was. What was going on? Well, so. In Wilmington specifically, during the civil rights movement, there there was like there were huge race riots in Wilmington yes. um, in like the sixties, right? And right, there was right. a group called the Wilmington Ten. They had tried to integrate the schools, and um, I would encourage anyone to do a deep dive on this history because it really is astounding. But Wilmington Ten sent to prison. They were accused of, you know, inciting violence and all these things um, when really they were fighting for the freedom of their community. And Mm -hmm. while we were filming, the governor we had at the time, Bev Perdue, finally officially pardoned them. You know, they'd been living with like these felonies. And it was also the time period where um, the 1898 massacre was still being called like the race war. So that difference, Mm. it wasn't a race war. No, the language Mm -hmm. makes such a difference. The language makes a huge difference. And it was when the memorial for that was going up in Wilmington. So while we were filming our show, it was the first time Wilmington was really kind of reckoning with their own history. And we were surrounded Mm -hmm. by that. And it was very new. And everyone was very kind of trepidatious about like, What's, what's the new language? What do we say? How do we acknowledge this? You know, mm-hmm. um, because it is hard to call your parents or your grandparents or just the generations before you on the carpet and be like, hey, you guys fucked up. Yeah. Um, but it's an important mm-hmm. thing to do. And so we were living in Wilmington during a really interesting time in their history. Yeah. So this conversation feels very, you know, relevant. Mm-hmm. If anyone hasn't been on the Wilmington in color tour, there's an amazing tour that takes you all over Wilmington on a bus and shows you all these amazing historic sites that were ignored right up until when we were Mm -hmm. shooting our show and people started finally paying attention. That's great. I didn't know they were doing that. Yeah, it's really cool. I love that. Will you guys recount a little bit about that conversation that uh, Whitey has with Lucas? Um, not just for our listeners, but also for me a bit, because uh, I went downstairs to make a cup of coffee and my I had somebody in the house who was talking to me and I was trying to listen to the episode, but also, <laughs> and I really want to be a part of the conversation that we're having, but yeah. I missed it. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, Whitey, when Lucas says, tell me why this game is important, tells the story of how he got his nickname 
and talks about being a young boy on a high school team that was called the best team in town, but they knew there was a better team. And it's the team whose gym they're playing in, that faded logo of the Monarchs. Yeah. As the story goes, the Monarchs were, in Tree Hill, you know, lore per our writers, the black basketball team. Mm -hmm. And the black players and white players were kept completely segregated and were not allowed to play each other. Mm -hmm. And they hosted a game. They essentially, like, you know, went outside of the schedule and, and hosted a game and played and, oh, I have chills thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And so there's Barry Corbin as Whitey looking at Lucas, talking about how he grew up and what the history was. And that they decided, you know, both teams to cross this barrier and mm-hmm. play. And that the the coach of the other team looked Barry in the eye and said, I'll take Whitey. And he said, <laughs> that's how I got my nickname. Wow. And I thought about it hearing him say it you know, today watching the episode, because do y'all remember there was a diner in Wilmington called White? Whitey's? Yes. And I know. The the lore was that reason. that's where Michael Jordan used to like bust tables when he was in yep. high school. Yep. Mm. So it all feels like, given the fact that the um, truth was being told finally about the history, that that demands to call it what it was, a race massacre, not to call it a riot. You know, mm-hmm. like we said, language matters. Um, yeah. And even that, you know, the the stories we grew up in Wilmington hearing about Michael Jordan and where he worked and where he played and all those things, it, it feels like they figured out a way to, obviously in our fictional story, um, bring in some things that could some make it all make sense for people. So how does that connect with the Lucases saying, why does this all matter? So essentially what Barry... Barry, what Whitey is saying to Lucas is this is how much basketball matters. We were a segregated state and we and we played together. And he says to him, you know, that night we weren't white players or black players. We were basketball players. Yeah. And and when I think about, you know. What, as I was saying earlier, what sports music, Mm -hmm. what we do, you know, acting has has meant when you think about the legacy of Jackie Robinson, when you think about, um, you know, blues players traveling around America during segregated times, when you think about what it meant for, you know, Sidney Poitier to become Sidney Poitier, like it is, it has often been in sports and creative industries where we have pushed boundaries. And again, you know, there's a lot of imperfection there, but it, it felt so impactful to watch an adult say to a kid, this game that you're trying to reconcile with can be the thing that moves culture. It can heal history. You know that? You can be a part of something that's mm-hmm. bigger than just showing up mm-hmm. and um, and playing a game. It's not just a game. Yeah, and, and Whitey says to Lucas, let the game heal you. Well, that's the perspective that I liked because it's age giving advice. You know, it's Mm -hmm. the kid who is playing the game, Whitey, at 17 years old, getting that nickname, hanging out in the gym, Mm. doesn't know that he's doing something that will matter a lot to him as an old man. He's just playing basketball with a bunch of dudes. And then it's as an old man, he's like, that meant a lot. It meant so much. And so for Lucas, you know, 
it's it's that advice of just put one foot in front of another and mm-hmm. the truth will reveal itself to you in time. Mm-hmm. The healing will reveal itself to you in time. You just have to go through the motions right now. Just do that yeah. and and the story will unfold later. Um, yeah, I love that. That's so. That's such an intrinsic part of healing from grief is just putting one foot in front of the other. And we watch Karen do that in this episode as well as she's finding her way. How do I, even just the action of slapping Whitey when he comes in and he says, whose fault is that, that you didn't have Keith for longer than five minutes? Mm-hmm. Um, it's an action. It's like forcing her to do something instead of mm-hmm. wander around in her robe and with the clothes all over the apartment and not being um, there for Lucas and not being there. Um, and I'm not, I'm not trying to shame Karen's character in any way, but uh, that behavior is very normal for grief. Um, mm-hmm. Probably super necessary, actually. But at some point, you have to step out of it. Yeah. And I love that he gets to be that voice of reason and love and uplifting and just like, I'm going to force you out of your comfort zone because you have to just keep moving. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And he wouldn't have known that if he hadn't had the life experience of doing that when he was a young man. And isn't it funny how the things that we do when we're young that seem like the hardest choices that we have to make, the things that we do that we think oh, this is impossible. And then years later, it actually ends up being some, something that has the most impact on other people in our lives and communities because we were yeah. able to trailblaze in one area or another. I mean, I've had people in my life who went through things in their youth that trailblazed for me. So it's a huge blessing to be able to have the weight of grief and carry carry yourself and other people through that. Mm-hmm. Karen saying, "I'm gonna need some help." Oh, dude, that that was the one that got me. That was. <laughs> I'm gonna tears. cry right now. You're yeah. just repeating it, <laughs> dude. I felt it in my bones. Like, yeah. and then yeah. looking at each other. That moment, those two women seeing each other, I'm going to need a lot of help. Good, you're going to get it. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded me of running into your, the both of your arms after Willie Garson died, because it was just a couple Mm. days after that we did our Drama Queens um, live stream, and Soph had brought me flowers, and Joy had brought me honey, and like, Mm. you know... It's difficult for me to admit that I need help. And so I love Mm -hmm. seeing that female friendship in our show. I love it. It matters. It matters that we Mm -hmm. help other women value that. There's so many opportunities to be combative. We see it with Brooke and Rachel in this episode. And so to see the good, soft stuff is so important. Go hug your girlfriends. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think it's also, it's modeling that learning, you know, because something the three of us have in common is we really like to help the people we love and we're all not great at asking for help for ourselves. Never, uh-huh. never, yeah. <laughs> ever. Oh my gosh. I like that our love language is, I know you're not going to ask me for this, but here's the, you know, whether yeah. it's a coffee or flowers or a, or a random yeah. hour text message or whatever, like. And it's those, it's those acts of love mm-hmm. that I think have allowed us to become the friends who can look at each other and say, 
I do need this. Can, can you help me here? Will yeah. you talk to me now? What, whatever it might be. And, and I love seeing that Deb just says, I'm going to do it. And whenever she's ready, I'm going to be here. Mm-hmm. And finally, at the end of the episode, Karen comes in and essentially says, I'm ready now. That is, that is a whole love language. It's clear that Deb just got through like her boozy therapy or whatever she's been doing because yeah. she understands. Her skin like, is glowing. She looks fantastic. <laughs> she looks amazing. <laughs> but she also knows like, you can mm-hmm. scream at me. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's hard. It's so hard to ask for help. Even even in grief when it's like, of course, it's the most obvious or, or in injury. Guys, I just, uh, I fell through a hole. What? I, what? I, I met, it's a long story, but I really jacked up my foot. It looks like I went, put my foot through a, Joy, a garbage disposal. Wait. Like it's all sliced up. Where did you fall through a hole? In my house. <laughs> it's, it's. Maybe. Joy. Do we need to piggyback you around your house? <laughs> Listen, my point is. <laughs> oh no. I'm, I've really messed up my foot and I had to travel three airports in two days, um, oh. two days after afterward. And it was really deep cuts, like the kind of cut that like, when they like get on a medical show, when they slice open, you can like open up the skin and see down yeah. into the muscle. It was like deep, but I, and I should have gotten stitches, but I didn't cause it was eight o'clock at night. And I was like, I'm not like, I don't want to ask for help. I'm fine. Put a bandaid oh. on it. Duct tape. I'm fine. Yeah. Give me some super glue. I'm fine. <laughs> mm. um, and it was healing, but you know, T- gingerly. And so I had to, I had to travel through these three airports with assistance. And it was really hard for me yeah. to just mm-hmm. like, I, I, I just want to do things myself. I don't want to mm-hmm. inconvenience anyone. I don't want anybody to feel like I'm, uh, I don't know. It's a pride thing. Like I want to prove that I can do things myself all the time. Like, what is that? Mm. Well, it's, a, it's that? a girl thing to- you know, where it's, it's a girl like, thing. It's a mom thing. Don't I be guess. a baby. I, don't be a sissy yeah. girl. Be a tough girl. Maybe um, that's it. So I play this little game every morning where I leave the house looking decrepit. And then I drop my children off at school. And then I get to my office and I take out a nice, cute little bag that came with my Thrive Cosmetic order. And with just a couple of products, I'm able to look like a normal, happy, healthy human again. It's incredible. I love these products. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Now, a few of my favorite products include their incredible Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner. It's easy-to-use waterproof pencil, holds like wax, and blends like a powder. Just line brows to give them some structure and create natural-looking strokes of hair to fill in sparse brows. It comes with a spoolie brush to lift and tame brows after applying the pencil, and there are eight shades to choose from that adjust to your natural brow color for a perfect match every time. Now, my other favorite product, I've been talking about this forever, is the Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Their unique formula creates tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. And it's super easy to remove, you guys. This is my favorite part. It just slides right off with warm water, doesn't leave smudges, doesn't pull your eyelashes out. It's incredible. Its nourishing ingredients support longer, stronger, and healthier-looking lashes over time. 
Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash drama. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash drama for 10% off your first order. I think this is such a brilliant invention and I wish somebody had come up with it earlier, but I'm glad we have it now. <laughs> you know, I've been doing theater since I was a little kid. My mom has yeah. all these videotapes of me and all these productions. And then we also have all of our family movies and all of the family photo albums and all of the everything that just takes up so much space. And I'm so grateful that Legacy Box created this whole platform to be able to condense these amazing memories down into something that's actually tangible and easy to access. Well, and with Mother's Day fast approaching, it is a great gift for the whole family. So you can relive moments like wedding days, first steps, or the embarrassing haircut you had in the 90s. You can <laughs> reconnect with your family's history and hear your grandmother's voice again for the first time. Yes, the process is so easy. You just send in your legacy box filled with old VHS tapes, camcorder tapes, and pictures. And their team professionally digitizes everything by hand in the USA, you'll get everything back on the cloud or a thumb drive along with your originals. It's so easy. Yeah. I mean, again, the VHSs, my my new project is that I found Jeffrey's big, huge storage containers of VHS. And he was making TV shows in the late 80s, early 90s that I never got to see. This so is good. my chance. So all of his pilots that never that never aired. Girl, right. I love uh. those old beta tapes. Yes. <laughs> so you guys can do this too. join over one point five million families that have trusted Legacy Box with their memories. Just go to LegacyBox.com slash drama to save 60% during their best Mother's Day sale ever. That's LegacyBox.com slash drama. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Friends, we need a second to talk about Squarespace. Squarespace has so many helpful and amazing tools, product features, and they make it so user-friendly. Now, one of the product features that I love is their asset library. You can upload, organize, and access all of your content from one place. With the new asset library, you're able to manage all of your files from one central hub and use them across the Squarespace platform. They also have flexible website templates, so you can get started with one of their professional website templates with designs for every category and use case. Then you just customize your look, update content, and add features to fit your unique needs. You can make any Squarespace template do what you want, so your idea, your brand, or your business stands out online on every device. Plus, they will make selling your products on an online store a breeze. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, 
Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. Go to squarespace.com drama for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code drama to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Listen, you guys, I'm, I'm obsessed and I just never really saw it coming. What are you obsessed with? I don't with? obsess over things, but I am obsessed with skims. Oh, I was wearing this yesterday. My cotton jersey t-shirt from Skims. They're so soft and they hug my body in such a comfortable way that I don't feel like I'm strapped in. Like it's all really breathable, but it's it's very flattering. It's really cute, but it's a nice fabric. So it feels like I can throw it on with sweats or with a kind of a fancy skirt and go upscale at night. There's something about this t-shirt that's really versatile. I love it. From cropped silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, there is a style for everyone, literally Mm -hmm. everyone. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. You're going to become one of those ladies where you open up the drawer, you open the cabinets and it's all the same shirt just over and over and over. It's (laughs) a uniform. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes XXS to 4X. Now, if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. I also think it can be a bit of a reaction to what we do for a living. We show up where people tell us to, when they tell us to. We say what they tell us to. We eat when they say we can. <laughs> we pee when they tell us there's enough of a break to yes. like make it all the way to the bathroom and all the way back. There, there is very little autonomy. Yeah. Don't plan a vacation because you can't go on it if they say you can't go. Oh, I'm sorry. You can't go to the dentist until we right. wrap for the season. Are you sorry? Sick? Like Don't there's no time for you to go <laughs> yeah. on the business hours. And so I think there's really something to... That especially for independent people like the three of us to like, I can do it. I can do all of it. I got it. Don't touch it. Leave me alone. I'm fine. I, I think mm-hmm. we, yeah. we crave uh, being able to do things ourselves because so much of our work life is so far outside of our control. So it can make, I mean, you, I I mean, the collective you, but certainly me. Hi, I'm raising my hand at this whatever (laughs) anonymous meeting we're at. Like, I'm like, I got it. Don't touch it. And sometimes people I love are like, are you okay? Why are you doing that? I'm like, I'm sorry. (laughs) That is so interesting. So we've, we've developed control issues because of the circumstance I of think so. Job. That is so interesting because that makes me think of when I'm on set, how, you know how much actors hate a line reading? Oh. When anybody oh. interferes. I don't gener- I've kind of gotten over it. At this point, I'm like, yeah, just tell me how you want me to say it. Like, I just want to go home. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'll, I'll make it my own. Yeah, exactly. I just want to go home. Just t- everybody wants to go home. Just tell me what to do. But yeah. you know, especially when you're young and you're finding your way and your artist's voice and you just want to. Yeah. When somebody else tells you how to, and I used to get so worked up about it. It was like, don't tell me where to stand. Don't tell me how to say it. I'm going to do it my way because it was the only space that I had to just Mm -hmm. be free. So I was very protective over my free spaces. And I think that is really interesting. That may be why. Oh, I I had a a light bulb moment, Sophia. Thank you. Anytime. (laughs) I've, I've thought about this a lot. And, and it is really interesting, right? Like the fact that nothing in your life when you are on set, can you, not only can you control, can you have any input on? Mm -mm. 
at all. Except your work. I mean, you when the cameras start rolling, sure. then you're free. When the curtain goes up, you're free. Yes, but I just mean the circumstances of your life. Mm-hmm, like, yeah. you cannot make a decision yeah. about when to leave your home. Somebody's there telling you wh- where you live. Like, it's all, it's so much of it is dictated for us. And so I think it's why we can be very territorial or protective about our autonomy because there's just not a lot of avenues for it. Is that every job though? Like if you work, if you're an accountant, if you work a desk job and you're like labeling blood samples at the medical, whatever facility, like, don't you still have to, you have hours, you have to show up, you have to, you know, sometimes your job is location specific. Um, you still have to, uh, I don't know. There's lunch breaks. Yeah, but Joy, sure. all these all these young kids are quiet quitting now. You know, like the yeah. youngsters aren't following those rules anymore. God bless them. Oh. <laughs> They're just like, we quit. We're done. No. Yeah. All those rules that you like Gen X millennials follow, <laughs> don't be ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. I, I have like one person who's not in our industry that I get to talk to about this. My One of my best friend's sisters works in a corporate job where every year she has to move because of the track she's on for training. um, Because she's going to have like a very high-powered, important job soon. And she's like, oh my God, I have no one I can vent to about this. I'm like, well, you need more actor friends, babe. Because we'll get, (laughs) we'll go to a meeting and it's like, okay, well, in six days you're moving to Canada. And you have to figure it out. That's right. You know, so yes, of course, everybody has parameters, but not everybody's parameters are as batshit crazy as our industry. (laughs) Well, and like New Zealand, no, you're moving there. (laughs) Exactly. It's like, you're going. Sorry. Oh, for the next six weeks, you're just going to be awake only at night. Good luck to you. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) It just is what it is. Okay. Well, I also think some of the aspect of the control is that when you are on set and someone is brushing your hair and someone was doing your makeup and someone is putting clothes on you and uh, maneuvering those clothes in between every take so that it matches the take before and you're being handled all the time, it can be, I, I say emasculating, but but yeah, for women yeah, yeah. too. It, I know what you mm-hmm. mean. It, it takes your power away and it makes you feel prissy. And like, mm-hmm. like a baby, yeah. you know, and I yeah. want so badly to prove that I can do it all. I can do it all. Yeah. So on my show that I do for Sundance, there's no hair and makeup team. There's nobody that's like holding cue cards for me. Like, I was just like, I could do it all myself. And I look terrible. Yes. And I am wearing awful clothes that are right out of my closet. And I fucking love it because <laughs> I did it myself. And so it's like, yes. a, it's like a kindergartner yeah. that's like, I can dress myself. <laughs> I realized that I'm my four-year-old daughter. That's like, what was that character on Mad TV? Stuart? I can do it. <laughs> I can do it. Do you remember that? Um, yeah. Well, speaking of like evolving as a human, we have to address the Rachel storyline because yes. it's an mm. evolutionary thing that I feel very conflicted about. Um, it's conflicting because of the BTS on our show. It's not mm-hmm. I like, I appreciate that any, uh, I mean, I'm always conflicted about somebody who wants to change who they are because it's who you are. But mm-hmm. if you, I also appreciate that. Like if a, a girl's like, I don't know, she wants to get a nose job, get a nose job. If it makes you feel better about yourself. Like, I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, joy, I agree. 
it's the context of what's going on behind the scenes and knowing the whole thing with our boss and like the way, like that's kind of, I think where the conflict for me mostly lies. Did it have to be a weight thing? Like what if Rachel had like a big mole removed or what if she had like teeth that she didn't like or like Mm -hmm. it just always boiled down to weight with our boss and it's such a cheap card to play and it's inappropriate Mm -hmm. and it could have been handled in such a beautiful Mm -hmm. way where you see a girl who's actually looks great and healthy and fine and she has this I'm spitballing. I don't know. I I mean, maybe I'll go off track. I hope I won't. But, um, you know, if she, she goes, you know, we see Daniil who's beautiful and, you know, has this amazing, uh, health about her as well. Um, but who talks about like, why did I, the way that I saw myself in the mirror, I went Mm -hmm. through all of this transformation. I, I went through so much pain because I didn't accept who I was. I didn't love who I was. And so I tried to love myself by changing myself in all these ways instead of just loving who I am. Mm. Um, I feel like that would be such an interesting journey to watch. I, I think it would be really interesting for someone to say, oh, I thought if I changed myself physically, I'd feel different. I feel the same. I just look different. That's what I'm, that's exactly. You know, like yes. that, I've heard people say that. Yes. Whether it's about, by the way, something cosmetic or even like, I colored my hair and I, you know, cut it all off and I did it. And like, I don't feel any different when, when people move, sometimes they say that, Yeah. you know, I thought if I moved to X, I would feel different. And it turns out like when you take everything in your house, there you are, yeah, there you are. You take, you take your belongings and you take your problems. Like, congratulations. Here's your bag. Don't forget them. (laughs) I think what bothered me about this again we're, t- we're supposed to be 16. You know, we were all in our mid-20s. But the, the paintbrush that that man sort of used to paint this storyline, the things that they're talking about, gastric bypass, you know, implants, a yeah. nose job, and a bunch of other surgeries, she says. Like, these are massive, huge, massive procedures that carry life-threatening risk. And... And they they talked about them as ignorantly and casually as, you know, Lindsey Graham talks about pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Like, pregnancy is a miracle. If you want to be a parent, it is, what an unbelievable thing. Like, you guys gave birth to some of my favorite humans. They, they are human beings that are on the planet that didn't exist before you made them. Like, hello? It's a miracle. <laughs> what drives me crazy is when men talk about pregnancy like it's just a casual stroll to the grocery store. And I'm like... Do you want to know the the number one cause of aortic dissection in women under 40? Like where literally the largest artery in your body just explodes? Pregnancy. Yeah. So let's be clear that the miracle comes with danger. I don't like when we treat like massive things that women go through as casual. And so this irks me in the same way. Yes, because the way we see ourselves in the mirror is a big thing. Yeah, I'm like, she didn't color her hair. You're saying she like opened up and cut up her body and broke her own bones and you're acting like she went to the mall and bought a pair of shoes. Yeah. And and she's supposed to be 16. Like, can we have a second to, yeah. to your point, Joy, like have that a deeper been, conversation about yes. what society has done to us as girls and women to make us, no matter what we look like, feel like the way we look is wrong. 
Well, yeah. if you notice, Ugh. Mouth's whole like diatribe is I, 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 I. And Lee, God Ooh. bless him, sold it. I mean, Good Lee call, did a great Hill. job with the subject matter. But rather yes. than focus on the girl who has traumatized herself physically and mentally, mm-hmm. it's all about I could have loved that girl. I, do, yeah. I, I, I. I think you're great. I feel this way. Maybe now that you actually were a nerd or are still a nerd deep inside, you'll mm-hmm. like me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all about him. Which is oh, how God. it's so basically yes, it. the behind the scenes that pisses us off is that basically <laughs> what our boss was saying is I'm mouth. I'm going to speak through mouth. I don't need you to be hot because I know what a, you know, like average girl you are inside. And I'll love you even though you are average. Mm. And my validation should make you like yourself. Mm-hmm. Ew. 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 You guys. Like, ugh, skin crawl. By the way, I would have thought an effective storyline was to see Rachel like not that different. But she yeah. thinks the picture's terrible. Like, oh yeah. my God, I can't. That's what I'm saying. You know? Yes. Yes. Like, it's all in her head. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. Because what you see, you know, when you end up with an eating disorder, what you see in the mirror is completely different than what warped. is actually there. It's mm-hmm. totally warped. And that would have been interesting to see yeah. her mortified by yeah. an old photo that doesn't look that different. And okay. to understand that that's what body dysmorphia is. Right, mm-hmm. right. Oh my God. That Where's is the woman? Line. Where's the woman in the room? Mm-hmm. Yeah. God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Ugh. anyway, that said, I love watching like teen shows now because this dumb body stuff is just so different. Like I love, yeah, I love how different it is for our kids. You know, yeah. it's just a much different conversation. So bravo. Yeah. It's, to it's the you know, it's great that it's great that it's a, it's a really an awareness conversation for girls now too, that, um, you know, I think when we were younger, it was easy for, it was like, oh, don't eat that. You'll get fat. Yeah. It was just said and nobody, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. And you're like, oh, okay. And in every, we were reading all those teen magazines and it was all about the, the language. Again, the language was just so uh, unhelpful. <laughs> it was very black and yeah. white. I mean, it was just it like, was. yeah. And very you know, and of white. course there's a concern. Um, and I've, I have my own child and we've gone through our own journey of trying to figure out the healthy ways to eat. And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Hill, I know you've got healthy ways to eat and things going on in your house too with your yeah. kids. And for girls, because I'm raising a girl, it's become really important that those conversations, especially during the pandemic, we're all sitting around. We were sitting around and getting fat. It was happening. There was like extra fat on our bodies that we didn't need and that was killing our energy. And to be able to like communicate to her, let's get strong, let's get healthy, let's have more energy. It has nothing to do with whether you look at what you look like. It has to do with how you feel and how your energy is on the inside. And I think it's also, I can't imagine what it would have been like to be in the moment we're in now when we were making our show where it's like, also, what is your body? Mm-hmm. Yeah. bodies are built different. That's right. Like, you know, it's something that I actually think is very cool. Um, you know, she's a supermodel, but Emily Ratatowski talks a lot about this, mm-hmm. about 
what people think of her body and the way people think they own her body because her body is part of her work. Yeah. And and she, you know, I read this thing where she talked about how she casts for her swimwear campaigns. And she's like, no, I know what my body is. It's part of my job. Also, I, I was just born like this. But she casts women and like, there'll be women with 10 drastically different body types, like thin women yes. and big women and... And they're all wearing the same bikini. And I'm like, thank you. Yes. Because all, all we were ever shown. Mold. Yeah. All we were ever shown was like the Roxy Kate models. Moss. Kate yep. Moss. Like it was one kind of body. And now it's like, no, if you want to wear this bathing suit, put it on your body. And then it's a bathing suit for your body. You're <laughs> <Yeah>. welcome. <laughs> yes. like, I love, I love that we're finally, and look, I'm not going to pretend the beauty industry isn't like a toxic mess, but I just love that we're finally seeing people just be who they are. Yeah. We've managed, I mean, in my house, we, through that period of suddenly becoming aware of our health, how food affects our body and our energy levels and our strength, um, we've managed to sidestep the whole uh, body dysmorphia issue that that mm. we were just talking about, where she just has no awareness of it. She's just like oh, happy so and chill and like, you know, she, you know, when we talk about eating, she's like, I don't really want those carbs. And I'm like, why? She's like, cause they slow me down. I, f- I don't feel good when I eat them. I'm a- I want them in the morning. I want a good fat. Like, give me an avocado. It's, and it's because it's all about wow. the ingredients, the health, the energy. It's not about what I look like. Well, at all you want her. that those first conversations to want. be with you and not some kid at school. Cause yeah, I, not I'm dealing Gus's friends. For whatever reason, I have become a mom that other children text. And I what? take it, I'm the mom, like, Jeffrey and I are both getting text messages from Gus's friends at, like, odd hours. Really? And, and I love it. But it, it's, it makes me nervous because I'm like, am I giving good advice to these kids? And I found out that there's a pack of girls at Gus's school who count their calories at lunch. And if you no. eat more than, like, 100 calories, you know, like, it's like this whole what? thing. And so I've got to come in there it. and be, like, some moms are really tender with it, and they're like, hey, this is bad. This is, you know, we don't do this. And I am more of a hammer, and I'm just like, that's bullshit. I don't like it. You tell the other girls I said it's bullshit. You know, like, I don't know how yeah. to handle it necessarily <laughs> other than to be, like, angry about it. Um, but it's happening right now with our kids, and you want their first conversations about that to be with a grown-up that they trust. Um, Rachel having to talk about it with mouth and, and make light of it so as to kind of be like, it's fine. I like myself. This is who I am. Um, I didn't like that he kept being like, you don't like yourself. You don't like yourself. I know you don't like yourself. I see through you. Yeah. That bugged me. Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. <laughs> oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like... My life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Like, yeah. <laughs> I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you.
Nothing is more fun for me than decorating, whether it's like I've moved, I have to go on location somewhere, or my friends are moving. I just want to design people's houses. (laughs) It's happy. And you know, like a place goes from just being, you know, like a box you live into a home. Only Wayfair has everything you need to bring that Mm. vision to life. I can attest to this personally. I am on this site all the time finding amazing things for my home. Wayfair is the place to shop for everything home from sofas and beds to dining sets and decor. No matter your style or budget, there is a Waberhood in every zip code brought to life by everyone who makes their home truly their own with Wayfair. A huge selection of home goods ranging from appliances and area rugs to beds and wall art. Everything you need for your living room, outdoor areas, bedroom, and more, Wayfair makes it easy. With fast and free shipping, even on the big stuff, and they'll even help you set it up. Every style is welcome in the Waberhood. Visit Wayfair.com or get the Wayfair mobile app. That's W-A-Y-F-A-I-R.com. Wayfair. Every style, every home. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small, and when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. So therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. I've had um, plenty of times in my life and seasons where I have needed a safe space where I could just uh, know that there was no judgment. I could just sort of dump out whatever I was thinking. And sometimes Mm -hmm. even just hearing myself say things out loud made it Mm -hmm. easier to go, wait a second, actually, I don't believe that. Why am I carrying that narrative around in my brain? But it doesn't always feel easy to say that kind of stuff to friends or people you're in relationship with. So I love therapy for that reason and many more. I do too. I totally agree, especially because... Therapy is a dedicated chunk of time. Like for me, it's an hour a week where I really focus on my self-care. It's like, I think of it as a, you know, gym for my brain and my heart. And it's so important Mm -hmm. to take care of yourself in that way. And like you said, Joy, you can't always unburden on your friends. And I think a lot of us sometimes don't talk about what's going on with us because we feel guilty asking somebody to help us work through something. But that's literally a therapist's job. And I think that's why it works so well. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash drama today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash drama. Oh gosh, I'm so excited whenever we get these offers. I love using my coupons that I virtually clip out for Thrive because they have all these options of things that I can't find in my local grocer. And the one thing everyone has to do is grocery shop, right? So why not do Mm -hmm. it from the comfort of your couch? And for me, that's where Thrive Market comes in. Totally agree. Thrive Market is my go-to for all of my grocery and my household essentials. And the convenience of getting everything online and then quick ship to my doorstep huge time saver. I love that Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And I use their online filters to suit my lifestyle needs. So whether you're looking for organic kids snacks or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks to make simpler, healthier swaps. Not only do we all save time shopping as Thrive Market members, but I love that I save money on every single grocery order. 
I mean, on average, it's over 30% savings every single time, whether that's pantry staples, like you said, like, you know, peanut butter and coconut oil, or I am getting the gluten-free snacks I'm actually supposed to be eating. It really (laughs) makes a big difference. (laughs) When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. So save time and money. Shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash drama for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's Thrive, T-H-R-I-V-E, market.com slash drama. Thrivemarket.com slash drama. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. It was also creepy to me, and you you said it, you know, this was a storyline in this episode where our boss was trying to talk to a girl he had a crush on mm-hmm. and doing it through another character, and it was gross. And it was it, it was it was a heavy episode for that influence because he also cast himself as Pete Wentz's manager to talk yeah. to you on the phone. Yeah, so hearing weird. his voice, like you guys, I started sweating. Yeah, I got like nauseous. I haven't had to hear that voice in a long time. Honestly, like, like Ooh, I wasn't ten years. For I haven't that. heard that voice. Um, yeah, that was gross, and that it was, was just gross. And it's like you're a forty-five-year-old dude who's married. So sorry to her, but you know what are you doing? Like, why? Why are you doing this with a bunch of twenty-year-old kids that you employ? Like, it's uh, like the show. There's like show. this. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, but any other show, it's fine. It's, it's, you know, creators do make cameos all the time in shows. It's not a big deal. It's just the when they're like, right. Sorry, it's maybe just, I said no, no. the quiet part out loud. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that is my point, though. It's yeah. like it's the context that's throwing us off here. Yeah, it's yucky. Yeah. It does not hold well, up. <laughs> What else happened in this episode? Hold on. I'm trying to think. Because Moira did such a nice job directing. I loved that scene in the gym uh, where the slow-mo stuff the was so nice. Game. Slow-mo basketball. Who knew? It was Beautiful. gorgeous. In that old gym, it was so vintage looking and just and, and magical. Like- that beautiful shot, she did this amazing shot of Nathan coming down the court to make that basket. Oh, and then yeah. it cut to Lucas walking out of the gym, but they were basically walking the same path. But like he was, Nathan was still on the court and Lucas was walking out, but they were in a line. That was beautiful. Very cool. That must've been so hard to shoot. Like, yeah, to have those double doors open wide up and to be calling action on the inside and have Chad on the outside. And, you know, I like the the ambitious shots that Moira had. Yeah, me too. 
Well, and you know we had guys on the crew with like fishing line pulling those doors open. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Once Chad walked out of them, like they just totally. kept opening and like that was fully a, a nice little sneak. I also want to talk about Larry's dad moment. Oh, thank yeah. you. I. It was so good. You guys, literally my post-it says, Larry is the best dad. <laughs> I love being parented. I love it mm-hmm. so much. I forced myself to go get a facial the other day, and this older woman called me my darling and my sweet girl the whole time. And you guys, Aww. she had to wipe the tears out of my eyes because I was just like, okay, thank you. So this mm. energy, this Larry energy, like I wish yeah. we'd had it all the time. Because mm-hmm. the response of Peyton and Brooke is like perfect. We've seen these kids yeah. doing all this grown up shit. We're going to bars. We're going to sunkiss parties. We're drinking. We're, you know, hooking up with rock stars, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden we're kids again. Yeah. It just brings the it brings it right back down to earth. And we need more of his it. List. Yeah, we're getting curfews and we're getting some instruction. He's talking about what kind of man would be good enough for his mm. daughter, for these girls, what you should be looking for, you know. When, when, when you guys have that final scene and he says he wants you to pick someone because of what he is, not what he does. Oh, yeah. it's, it's beautiful. And, and it is the parenting that's been missing. Yeah. For that's, kids. that's what got me. It was, that's what's been missing. Cause Karen hasn't been able to parent. Barbara's been gone. Keith has always been that voice, that parenting voice of reason. And now there's and a that's void. Gone. There's a void. And we needed that. We were, I was like thirsty for it, and I didn't yeah. know it until he said, listen, here's the rules. <laughs> <laughs> this is how kids, it's going to go. Yes, and by the way, boundaries. <laughs> chef's kiss, him walking over and opening the closet door and saying, oh Brooke, God. you need to find another hot dad fantasy. And then walking out of the room. <gasps> Dude. I Incredible. was embarrassed for Brooke. I was <laughs> oh my God. so embarrassing. I was yeah. like turning red. By the way, I turned red, but I also was like, Larry, you're still hot. Yeah, like, you're so I, hot. I'm watching you be hot right now. I don't God. know what else to say about it. You know, spoiler for the end of the episode, it all, you know, he gives all those like fabulous speeches and he's like, love a guy for the man he is, right? And mm-hmm. it's just like, Okay, daddy, you know, like you can tell that Peyton has a dad thing because the next closest thing to her dad is Jake Jagelski. Like they That's look alike. Right. They ding, are ding, ding. girl dads. Like it's that <sighs> dad that it's a Greek. It was tragedy. like, but it was no contest. It was like, yeah, why am I going to go fly to hang out with some rock star who buys me a ticket and expects me, a high schooler, to get on a plane and come hang out and wait for him backstage? Mm hmm. With his groupies. I mean, what, what, uh-huh. that's what I would have gotten out of it. Why would I do that when there's a perfectly good, exactly who my dad is talking about man yeah. waiting for me? Yeah. And I think it's Larry's speech about who you want to be with and what kind of relationship you want to be in and and what really makes it worth it that makes Peyton admit to herself I'm just trying to move on from Jake. Why don't I just go get Jake? Yeah. He respects mm. her. Jake's always mm-hmm. respected Peyton. You know, it's like, oh, you like someone else? Okay, cool. I'll back off. Yeah. 
But she's like, if I'm about to get on a plane, I if mean, I'm actually willing to get on a plane for a guy, who's the guy I'm willing to get on a plane for? Like, how, obviously. <laughs> how screwed up was it, though, that she took the Pete Wentz ticket and went to hook up with a different dude? I love oh, it. Oh, did she? Wait, oh, I missed yes. that. No, she totally takes, like, Pete leaves her a ticket at the airport and she just, you know, transfers Takes a it. plane somewhere else. Yeah. That's, uh, that's such a high school girl move, right? Oops. I like it. I love it. Dude, don't get me in trouble is my thing. It's like, dude, like, don't get me in trouble. That means that you don't respect me. You don't respect my dad. Like, Pete should have called dad and been like, hey, there's going to be a chaperone the whole time. And you can come too if you want to, Mr. Sawyer. Don't pull up to the house in a limo one in the morning or whatever. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Poor Pete. Poor Pete. Did anything else happen in this episode? Yeah, there was something. Oh, I'm forgetting right now. There was a thing. Nathan and Haley didn't really do anything. They laid in bed and... Your little relation... Oh, I know. It's the Rachel line about her age with Cooper. Mm, that yeah. Oh, yeah. Cooper. Cooper says, I'm dating this 26-year-old model. She's back from New York. House-sitting for her family. And mm-hmm. then it's Rachel. Dun, dun, dun. Bum, bum, bum. I loved them yeah. together. Um, they had great chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and... Also, I feel really cheated that we didn't get Cooper in the later years for Brooke to hook up oh, with because that would have just complicated too. the whole Rachel Brooke Cooper love triangle. It would have been so fun. Oh, God. That would have been so fun. I was robbed. <laughs> <laughs> you were I was robbed. never going to let it about go. It. Ever. <laughs> Oh, my God. He's so cool, but he also has to sit down and have an after-school special. Honestly, Brooke got robbed of Cooper and Mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Come on, man. They took all your toys and gave them to Rachel. Are you a little bit upset about that? Are you just... I mean, I'm I'm mostly upset that that they wanted me and Daniil to fight all the time because we had so much fun together, but, you know... Coulda, woulda, shoulda. Those are my what ifs, okay? Rachel, yeah. Cooper, Mouth, those are Brooks' what ifs. God. Yeah, man. Damn um, it. I definitely lied about my age when I met Jeffrey. So there's a part of me that sympathizes. <gasps> you did? I told him I was 30 because I was never going to mm-hmm. see him again. I was like, whatever. All right. See you later, <laughs> boss. <laughs> and so then when we were together for a couple months and it was my birthday, Nick, my best friend, who you guys know from Wilmington, was yeah. like, 27 club and Jeff's like okay real funny what are you gonna be 27 forever and I was like oh Oh. no I messed up uh I'm 27 for real um (laughs) which is majorly different than lying and saying you're 26 when you're 17 16 yeah 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 little different but you know Rachel's Rachel Rachel's gonna Rachel she's gonna do all the bad girl stuff I'm glad we have a bad girl. Um, yeah, what else did happen? I don't know. I can't think of anything else. Well, you know, what is interesting, I, and I thought that Lee did such a beautiful job with this, we are in this Brooke and Rachel conflict thing and, and you know, this terrible writing with these photos trying to, I just, that bothered me so much. I, I still get that nauseous feeling that mm-hmm. I had when I read it and I was like, I don't want to do this. I yeah. don't want to be... You know, this girl bullying another girl. I think that this is horrible. But, you know, we don't have control over this. Commit to the material. And you got to commit. And it really hit me when 
Mouth yells at Brooke and says, did you learn nothing from Jimmy's death? Mm-hmm. You know, this idea that we have to be kinder to each other. And there is really something, I think, when you're young and someone has hurt you or betrayed you where you want to you want to get back at them. It's sport. Yeah. And for Mouth to say, like, we're supposed to have learned. We're supposed I know she's done all this terrible shit to you. It doesn't matter. We're supposed to have learned to not be like this to each other. And, you know, I thought that that was beautiful. And for as much as the writing he was given in those scenes with her was very flawed, it definitely makes it so sad when he shows up at her house at the end and Brooke's right. It just, like, that hit me for for mouth. Brooke's definitely right. I mean, it was not lost on me that what was going on behind the scenes was, you know, Danielle had started dating her husband, like this super hot dude, super hot (laughs) dude that everyone had a crush on. And our boss was like, oh, I'll be the guy that brings you flowers and you'll reject me and everyone's going to be on my side. You're going to look like a real asshole for not picking me. And then we were like, no, that's not actually what's going to go for you at all. We love her hot boyfriend. He's fabulous. Yeah, I know. And I know that you didn't like that, that Brooke went down that road for this episode, but um, I I like it for Brooke for the sake of character consistency that she lives out loud. Yeah. She lives messy. And that's how we learn and grow. No one is perfect. You have yeah. to make those kinds of mistakes that are hard and embarrassing. And you look back on and you cringe. I mean, mm-hmm. I have so many moments like that in my life, but I wouldn't have grown if I didn't make yeah. stupid mistakes and hurt people's feelings and like do dumb shit. Well, and if people who love you, it's like we all need the mouth in our life. That's like you're being an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're taking it too far. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes you need somebody to look at you and say, I get that you're in pain. That doesn't mean you should put your pain on other people. Mm -hmm. And we we need that. And and yeah, Joy, you're right. It's I think some of the things that were so gringy to me that. Brooke had to do were also really important for her to do because it's not just that we need people to model good things for us. We need people to model bad things for us so that we don't do those things. Yeah, that's right. Especially people that we love, characters that we love, who we can see them have flaws Mm -hmm. just like us. So it's like, okay, I love her and she messes up. I can love myself because I mess up, but it's all right in the end, you know? Friends, is there anything better than a clean and fresh smelling home? I don't think so. I don't think there is. No, no. (laughs) Oh, that feeling of just walking in the door and it's like, my life is okay. I'm not a total disaster. Yeah. (laughs) I really feel better about myself when my house is clean. And I think the best way to achieve that relaxing feeling of a clean home, Clorox Sentiva. Clorox Sentiva provides a powerful clean with refreshing scents. And you can find your home's signature scent. It might be coconut, grapefruit, lavender. There is a scent for every vibe. Oh, it's grapefruit for me all the way. Lavender for me. Friends, transform your home into an oasis. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, 
Cheap Caribbean Vacations has your deal for that. Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? So I saw that Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now online and in-store. I love that. For the entire month of May, join Macy's in supporting AAPI-owned fashion brands. I really appreciate that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. Plus, you can help to support college access and student success when you donate online or round up in-store to AAPI scholarships. AAPI is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. So join us by rounding up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support AAPI scholars and educational nonprofits. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Ooh, honey, you know that I can't wear fancy shoes with a dress. I am a boots and dress woman. So now that festival and concert season are going to be all about boots, Tacova's must be your stop before attending your next concert, you guys. Tacova's has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring, including men's and women's boots, apparels, hats, bags, and more. All Tacova's boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tacova's has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. This is so important. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Plus, their direct-to-consumer pricing keeps value on your feet and money in your pocket. Stop by your local Decova store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. And the smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there is no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to the store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I spent the first trimester of my pregnancy with Gus in Puerto Rico. And if you're going to be sick and grumpy and tired, it's such a beautiful place. Like it really fixes a lot. It really is. I shot a movie there and I shot my first commercial there when I was 14 years old. It was so fun. And I've been back Three times since then, uh, my cousin used to live there and it's just a fabulous place. I love it. I learned this word from Gina Rodriguez, who is probably the biggest Puerto Rico fan of all of us. <laughs> Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than just a name. It's a way of life. It's a representation of the spirit of the island, you know? The unique Boricua spirit infuses the music and welcoming spirit of the island in Puerto Rico. If you can hear the music, you're invited to the party. Mm. Sometimes it's salsa, sometimes it's plena, sometimes it's reggaeton. No matter what the rhythm is calling to you, when you hear it, it's always time to dance. All I want to do now is dance with y'all. Let's go. <laughs> well, in Puerto Rico, you can't step outside without hearing music. Puerto Rico has renowned bars and nightlife and a welcoming spirit. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. No passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Let's do a listener question. 
do we got? Um, we have one here that says it's from Anne. Hi, Anne. Uh, oh, this is funny because I said this when it came on. I said, oh, it's nice to hear Gavin's voice again. She asks, when you hear Gavin DeGraw's song, I Don't Want to Be, which wasn't uh, what I was talking about in this episode was a different song that he had. But anyway, uh, she said, what is your relationship <laughs> to the song? How do you feel when the song suddenly comes on the radio? Do you get emotional, happy, sad? Um I want to turn it off immediately. <laughs> do you really? <laughs> I do. I'm just like, ah, I don't want to think about it. It I is like the number one grocery store song. Like a number yep. one. Babe. I get like, immediately embarrassed. Oh, I feel like they're punking us. Like when I we know. go in. <laughs> yeah. When it comes on, you're like, is this happening on purpose? What's going on? Who's who's up there? Who's up there in yeah. like the grocery store office looking through that two-way mirror? It's like <laughs> The One Tree Hill cast members have landed. Play the song. <laughs> no, listen. So I was driving Gus to school the other day, and there's that Pop 2K serious radio station. And they're talking about how they're going to start, like, playing soundtracks from the 2000s. And they list, like, 10 things I hate about you. And, like, or from, the, like, the late 90s, 2000s. They're listing all these movies that I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. That slaps. Cool. Yeah, I'm into this. And then they said One Tree Hill. And they were like, our favorite soundtracks. And, you know, you hear like a little Gavin <laughs> DeGraw sound clip. And I was like, yeah. guys, we made it. We made the cool kids soundtrack. We made it. Dumb. Oh, I like it. It's funny. I can't imagine it being sad. It, it It's definitely context dependent. But sometimes I'm like, Oh, that's usually how I feel. It's a little like, oh, <laughs> cutie. Yeah. Um, I feel that too, but then I want to turn it off. I'm like, yeah. oh, but I don't want to listen to the whole thing. It's like when Stars Go Blue comes on. It's like, oh, okay, turn it off. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I think if I'm, like if someone sends me a funny, I'm, I feel like we send these to each other all the time, like a, you know, some Instagram reel or like a TikTok or something and the song is on it and it's hilarious. Like I can't get enough of it. I think it's amazing. Oh yeah. If if we're in public, i.e. the grocery store, immediately I'm like, is anyone waiting for me? Like if I see someone looking at me when the song comes on in public, then I'm mortified because I'm yeah. like, I don't know what reaction you want from me and I'm not going to give you the one you want because I can't read your mind and I have to disappear now into the hole in the floor that I'm going to will to appear but for my exit. What if? argument's sake from this moment on we do the exact opposite like what if from now on we, we want to do just air guitar like a flash mob where we are just marching up and down the aisles of the grocery store <laughs> singing it loud bringing in everyone else i feel like we should just go big or go home at this point like yeah you know the words sing with me <laughs> <laughs> what would people Oh can you God. imagine? Oh, my God. <laughs> but can you imagine any other show, like the actor, like hearing their theme song in the grocery store and being like, <laughs> oh, my God, I love this song. <laughs> this is my jam. <laughs> yeah, we have to have a better sense of humor about ourselves, ladies. All um, right. All right. From here on out, I'm going to whip out. That. We're going to go Instagram live next That's time we hear. That's what I was just going to say. That's it. Instagram live immediately, no matter what. I'm oh. in the grocery store and they're playing our song. It's happening. <laughs> we, we maybe have set ourselves up for right, failure right now. Give me a right wheel. Now. Somebody spin a wheel. <laughs> and a wheel of fortune. <laughs> Most likely to <gasps> save you from a bad blind date. Mm. Either of you girls. 
<laughs> Honestly, <laughs> you'd both be really good at it in totally yeah. different ways. I've done it. Oh, yeah. I, yes, I feel I like, like you it. Have. I probably, I mean, no offense, Hillary. I probably would call Sophia first. She's better. <laughs> She's a better liar. Be call. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just like, you know what it is for me? Like, don't ask me to help you plan a surprise party. I'll screw it up. But if if I can help, like, if I, that's camp counselor mode for me. I'm like, mm-hmm. how are you yeah. doing? What time is it? Let's make a plan. I'll set an alarm on my phone. <laughs> this is yeah. what I'm going to text you. And if you answer yeah. this way, I know you're happy. And if you answer this way, I know it's going badly. And then what I'm going to do is, yeah. it's like a choose your own adventure book that we're writing in real time. Like, yeah. what is more fun than that? I would, I'm just going to text you BBD and the name of the restaurant or whatever yes. it is. <laughs> Oh, that's it. I feel like you would have like a helicopter with a rope ladder, <laughs> like within like, you know, 14 minutes. <laughs> the, the restaurant's going to bring me a fo- a rotary phone to the table and be like, you've got a call. You have a call, ma'am, on the landline. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Yeah, it's probably okay, also. Character? It, I mean, it's probably also a Brooke Davis skill set. Yeah. Um, yeah although so. like like Antoine is Oh, good call. Yeah, I mean, Antoine put me in my very first Uber ever, and that blew my mind. It was like years ago in Paris, and he was like, we have to get you out of this situation. And he was like, I'm going to order a car on my phone with this newfangled thing called Uber. And I was like, what are you talking about? You're like, am I going to get home alive? Yeah. I I don't know, but he just like, it, it had gotten overwhelming where we were, and next thing you know, I'm like safely tucked into my room, and- Antoine handled it. I love Antoine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can count on him. Yeah, he's definitely a person that you know you can call. Yeah. (laughs) He's ready. Yeah, that's it. Um, All right, guys. I feel like this was a good episode. I'm glad we sorted out all the after-school special moments in this episode. (laughs) Yeah, me too. (laughs) I liked it. Next episode, season three, episode 20. Every day is a Sunday evening. Mm. Ooh. I have no idea what's coming. Do you? <laughs> Hopefully it means a little Jake Jagelski on my Sunday yeah. evening. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're going to have Jake. We're going to have a little wedding prep. Yeah. Maybe some yeah. Maybe some Brooke and Haley. Uh, I want to design your wedding dress more. more yeah. Maybe. Oh, my God. I don't don't I put you in a dress with like a terrible Maleficent collar at some point? Or did I do that already? <laughs> I feel like maybe you did. Did you do it? Maybe. No, because it's just, it was a surprise. Because oh, yeah. I was like, we got married. Okay. So maybe this yeah. is it. It's coming up. We're going to have some amusing fashion. Maleficent collar. Now I wish I had those cheekbones. That's my next uh, (laughs) Halloween costume. I'll mix Maleficent and Halo. Huzzah. All right. I love you guys. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Hey, thanks for listening. Don't forget to leave us a review. You can also follow us on Instagram at dramaqueensoth. Or email us at dramaqueens at iheartradio.com. See you next time. We're all about that high school drama girl, drama girl, all about them high school queens. We'll take you for a ride in our comic girl, drama girl, cheering for the right team. Drama queens, drama queens, smart girl, rough girl, fashion Mitchell, tough girl, you could sit with us, girl. Drama queens, drama queens, drama queens, drama, drama queens, drama queens. With the best all-inclusive vacation deals to Mexico and the Caribbean, Booking your getaway with cheap Caribbean vacations means you have more freedom to do your deal. Whether you want to enjoy snorkeling, endless margaritas, and more, or simply just want to soak up the sun and sand in a tropical paradise, cheap Caribbean vacations has your deal for that. 
Plan and book the exact getaway you want at exactly the right price for you by using our exclusive budget beach finder. Or find a featured all-inclusive package to Sunscape Resorts and Spas and do your deal at CheapCaribbean.com. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.